2: You go to a golf pro to learn more about golf. So, to learn more about cars, go to the car pro, Jerry Reynolds. Besides having over 35 years' experience in the car business, he was a two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. He knows where the Edsels were buried. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, his sidekick, took golf lessons for years. And those are all his old putters are buried. Let them help you with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive and a bunch of lies about golf on CarPro USA.
3: Thank you for joining us. Jerry Reynolds of CarPro reporting for duty. I'm here to help you, and I'm here to walk you through these really strange times when it comes to getting yourself a car or getting rid of the car that you currently have. And it's just so, con- it's so complicated right now. I just have to know your story and have to know what you're thinking. Um, Earlier, on the earlier show, a caller was saying, you know, how long is this chip shortage going to last? Nobody knows. It could be the rest of the year. It could Mm -hmm. get better in the fall. Uh, We don't know. General Motors is actually somehow they have procured some chips and they're starting to open their assembly plants back up. So hopefully the other car companies will be able to do the same, but his point was, I, I don't want to pay. I don't want to overpay for a new van. He wanted a Toyota Sienna. Uh, and, and I can't find a deal on one right now. No, you can't. There's not deals on them right now. Uh, and, and he had a 2016, it only had forty thousand miles on it. It was a Sienna also. And I said, Look, so you gotta pay a thousand dollars more than you typically would for a new Sienna. Your old one is worth three thousand more than it was sixty days ago. Your money ahead now instead of waiting. And that's the way you gotta look at it. Of course you gotta have a trade in. And that's the key. You're gonna get more for your trade. You're gonna pay more for a new car right now. It's just a fact. Incentives did go down for June. Why would any car company put big incentives out there when everything that's sitting there is going to sell, and it's going to sell quick it makes no sense. So they've gotten out of the incentive business for now, but still, if you've got a, a trade in, especially a late model, popular one, uh, you're going to be still way money ahead overpaying for the new one. Cause there's not a lot of markup in cars anymore anyway. So, You don't get that discount that you're used to seeing and all the big ads and getting online and finding low ball prices. You're not going to see any of that right now. But what you are going to see is amazing prices on your trade-in. Now, if you don't have a trade-in, you're going to just buy a new car that's probably in the time, unless you're just looking for a sedan or something. If you're looking for a truck or an SUV, they're short in supply, and you're going to pay a bunch. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy.
1: You know, Jerry, it was years ago, not not just recently, but years ago when I was doing commercials on my own show for automotive dealers. And part of the deal was, you know, they'd either give me a demo to drive or if I wanted to buy something, they'd, you know, sell it to me for invoice. And I went, wow, invoice, that's great. <laughs> Even 20 years ago, I was surprised at how little difference there was between msrp and invoice and now i look at it and i go you gotta be kidding
3: now and and you know what's really making me mad
1: i don't know tell me you know i'll throw some fire i'll throw some stuff on it
3: at the automakers is for the past three or four years they have continued to raise msrp but not raise the i mean but raise the dealer cost as well right okay And what they've done is they have left themselves room to have big incentives. Mm -hmm. They've priced up in proportion, unproportionately. So they might've added, you know, $2,000 to the MSRP price, but went up on the dealer for $500 for what he pays for the car. And, and that gave them the room off these big incentives now they're going to use this chip thing as an excuse to cut way back on the incentives but they're not going to cut back on the prices
1: yeah they're the the new campaign i can just see it now suddenly they're going to say you know you're really lucky that we now have a good supply of x <laughs> yes consider yourself lucky
3: at any price yep and i will promise you they're going to ride that as long as they can but what will happen is when cars start to be built again in big numbers, they're going to build for they're going to build them twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and they're going to flood the dealers. There's going to be a glut of new cars once they start. Once they start to hit, maybe there there, there may be a couple of months worth of pinup up demand out there, but it's going to normal normalize again, and they're going to have to put the big incentives out there again.
1: Why is the pin up demand? I mean, I know that in the newsletter you were talking about the May sales. And how strong they were. Yeah, they were great. I mean, it was like, I think I saw the seasonal adjusted rate was like 18 million, Yeah, which is crazy. Why, why is the pent up demand? Did people just not buy anything last year during
3: COVID? That's a lot of it. Uh, you know, they're, they're not buying right now because of prices. Um, a lot of people that don't have trades are not going to pay the MSRP for a car. They don't understand it. And that's why I've tried so hard to explain it. Uh, but, but, they're going to hit hard and heavy. I mean, there's still some cars being built, but they're setting them outside until the chips come in, and then they'll put the chips in and ship them on. And that that's going to relieve this thing real fast. Gary in uh, George West, Texas, welcome.
4: How are you doing, Jerry?
3: Doing good, my friend. How can I help you?
4: Well, um, I was thinking about getting my wife a Ford Edge
5: titanium. Yeah. Yep, Uh, I was wondering what you thought about it.
3: Uh, It's probably my most recommended midsize that doesn't have a third-row seat. And and there's a couple of reasons. One is Ford, until June, had been very aggressive with their incentives on the edge. But the main thing was it's just been such a great vehicle since it came out in 2007. I mean, nothing goes wrong. They've just been fantastic. Uh, Decent gas mileage for its size. I like the interior. I like the fact that the edge is a little bit wider than most midsize SUVs. And what does that do for you? Gives you more, gives you bigger seats, especially in the front, uh, and gives you more cargo area in the back. Width makes a huge difference, even a couple of inches in a car. Uh, they drive great. I'd go with the two-liter EcoBoost. Uh, it's been a great engine. Got plenty of power. I've got one listener that. Got one of those and is consistently getting 32 to 33 miles to the gallon out on the highway, which is fantastic mileage for an SUV these days. So it's a good choice. Uh, And there's still some out there. There's a a little incentive uh, on them. Uh, You can get 1.9% for 60 months, which is a good rate if you decide you want to finance it. Uh, You're in West
0: the I mean George West but the uh, the what do you think about the uh um uh, the, the, the the you know uh the price on it what do you think the price should be on it
3: oh it's going to depend uh it's probably going to have a sticker around 40 grand and you know depending on the dealer you can probably get a little off that I've I'm not familiar with George West, Texas. I'm familiar with West, Texas, but I've probably got a dealer not too far from you, and they're still discounting those for my listeners. If you'll go to my website, carprousa.com, click Certified Dealers.
2: When to buy, when to lease. Let Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, help you decide. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
1: This is Car Pro USA. Still can't get over how popular your review of the Ford Mustang Mach One was compared to other muscle cars you've reviewed in the past. And and I also can't get over when I looked at the price, I went, wait a minute, this is a supercar. The super Mustangs cost more than this. Fifty three, I believe it was.
3: Yeah, I mean, Um, aren't they closer to 70 or something? Well, when you get into the GT350s, which they quit making last year, but you can still get a GT500, which has got 700 horses. I mean, this is 480. Oh, well. So, you know, I mean, 480 is plenty. Trust me.
1: (laughs) Well, at at the price, I mean, if you you talk about bang for the buck and the, the Kia and the Hyundai, 54 is pretty good for this, I think.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm. There's a limited market for two-door cars. Let's face it, um, it's a small category. It's an enthusiast category, and I think one of the reasons that review was so popular is, Mach One's an iconic name. We haven't seen that name in in quite a long time. Well, if you seven, I
1: believe. If you looked on the CarPro Facebook page today, you'd see one.
3: Yeah, I did see that one. That was a pretty one. And yes, we're back in business with uh, Auto Heat Shield. Oh, good. They're, they got their supplies in and they're up and running. Autoheatshield.com. Fantastic. Good. Window I was about shade.
1: to run out of CarPro coffee cups. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, as much as I like the CarPro coffee cups, I'd rather have an Auto Heat Shield. Oh, yeah. Uh, no much doubt. more practical. Yes. Uh, Goober. One of our hey, regulars how
5: you guys doing
3: one of our regulars calling from Rosemead, California how you doing, pal? <laughs> Good, how are you guys doing today? Hey, we're doing just fine. What are you thinking about now?
5: Well, you know, uh maybe it was a few months ago I talked to you about that new uh Fort Broncos Sasquatch edition, but you said you hadn't reviewed it. So you didn't know much about it i have like
3: I've had the Badlands now. Uh, and that review is up oh. on our website at carprousa.com. I had it about three weeks ago and loved it. I thought it was great.
5: Well, no, I've, I've been seeing this off-road vehicle more often than the Ford Bronco. is the new uh, uh, Jeep Gladiator. So I was thinking, what do you think about it? I, it's, Gladiator pickup truck.
3: You know, it's a, it's a Jeep Wrangler with a bed on the back. It's, it, and the Wrangler's always been just an outstanding from a quality standpoint, and from a fun standpoint, it's been outstanding for years and years and years. This one, uh, the Gladiator, rides good. It drives good. I do have a review up on it as well. Uh, it, it, I believe I had, if I remember correctly, and boy, if, when you drive 100 and something cars a year, they sort of tend to run together after a while. But yeah. I believe I had the diesel version of the Gladiator, and it was great. Oh. Now, the, the surprising thing has been, you can still get a good deal on a Gladiator. It hasn't sold as well as everybody thought that it would. It did right out of the gate when they first came out. You couldn't keep one on the lot. Today, they're very plentiful, and even with the chip shortage. So it's it's nice. I, I find it to be a little pricey. I think the one that I had was in the upper 50000 range, which is a lot well, of money.
5: This is no object. Yeah, well, good. There's no object to me. I want a, I want a, I want a vehicle that, you know, be able to take all the rough and tumble. Because I'm planning this summer to go to Sequoias I'm planning and plan on going Sasquatching. You know, camping and, yeah. and hiking, looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to make sure that that'll take all the bumps and and mud and all that stuff, right? You There's you no, you can't problem as far as
3: warranty. No, 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 no. No, that, that this is what Jeeps are built for. Uh, and going back to you know, when they started building them in the 1940s, they were built for that back then. That's why uh, the government gave them a yeah. contract to build Jeep, uh, what today we know as the Jeep Wrangler. So, yeah, it'll you you can't get it stuck. Uh, the the there yeah. Are,
5: well, I'm not going to be really go really knee deep in the hoopla, you know.
3: Yeah, but if you I mean, just, just if you if be, do,
5: I can go off road.
3: If you do, you'll you'll be able to get out of it. I you know. If,
5: Off the the beaten
3: path, you know. Yeah. You can get a factory winch on the front, which I think is probably not a bad idea for what you're going to use one for, just in case you get it stuck or you want to help somebody else get out from being stuck. Uh, I'd get the Rubicon. It's the most capable of all of them. And down the road, if you decide, hey, this is not for me, the Rubicon holds its value like absolutely crazy. I mean, they just they are are people trading in Rubicons right now, getting more as a trade-in than they paid for them two years ago, and that's you know part of that's the market right now. But but part of it too is that the Rubicon just holds its value so incredibly well. It's good to hear from you, my friend. Always let me know how I can help you. I've got great Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram dealers all up and down the West Coast, and uh, they'll take good care of you. And don't forget our website. It's carprousa.com.
2: If you don't know a crossover from a cross-stitch, you're going to need some help buying a car. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
3: to Tomball, Texas, we go in the Houston market. Laura, welcome.
0: Hi, Jerry. This is Lori. Um, I just wanted to ask you a question. Sure. Um, your opinion. I, the, the vehicle I'm looking for, I know it's never going to have any deals on it, no matter what, what time we're in. Uh, I want a Ford Raptor. Um, I've loved them since they have been out, and I've been looking at them. Um, I, one of the preferred dealers uh, near where I live, they finally were able to kind of give me the base price that they're going to be this year because there's only a few extra things I want to put on it. But they're requiring me to um, go through one of their preferred lenders, which is not that big of a deal to me. That's fine. But they're requiring me to buy uh, an extended warranty. And in order to keep, you know, in order to not raise it above MSRP. and, And I'm, you know, and I'm fine with that. But I don't want to have to. I don't want to buy the extended warranty on a brand new Raptor. So,
3: are you talking to? Uh, are you talking to Jorge? I am. Okay, uh, just tell him you, you don't want the warranty. Period. And and he is. He always sells my listeners for no more than MSRP, even on Raptors. I mean, he sold in in Tomball, Texas. He sold three of my listeners in Los Angeles Raptors. Uh, because okay. he he wouldn't charge over him. So so just put your foot down and say, Hey, I talked to the car pro. And he said I don't have to buy a warranty. You don't.
0: Okay.
2: And you, All right. you'll still I mean, get the price.
0: It, got, okay. Well I've tried to, to kinda of do that, but I just I wanted to um you know, and I'm not I i this isn't a disparaging call in anyway. I just no, wanted I get to kinda of get your opinion on that because <laughs> other than that, if I can't do that then I'll I'll just wait until everything gets maybe. A little bit better, and find a used 2021 Raptor down the road with yeah. low miles. I mean, with, when the used car prices get better,
3: I promise you. If you if you can buy a Raptor today at MSRP versus buying a used one at uh, 2020, even the new one the new one will be cheaper.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, the used car uh, prices on the Raptors have gone up the last three months oh. by a huge amount. So yeah, it's crazy. I, All right. Well, I I watch well, them. I,
3: I watch, I em, to- I watch mm-hmm. them at the auction. Raptors are bringing way, way, way more with you know thirty or forty thousand miles than the MSRP was when they were brand new. I mean, it's just nuts right now. But just tell tell Jorge you talked to me, and I said you didn't have to buy a warranty, and you'll be fine. Laurie, good luck. Let me know after you get it. I want to hear about it.
2: Find out exactly when it's the best time to buy a new car, truck, or SUV. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
3: This hour of the CarPro USA radio show is proudly brought to you by Progressive's Home Insurance. Get your quote today. At Progressive.com. Let's see what they can do for you. Hey, you know, this day and age, if we can save some money, let's save some money. That's a good way to do it. Go to Progressive.com.
1: You know, Jerry, when I saw what you were driving this week in the CarPro garage, the Ford Expedition.
3: Max. Max.
1: Well, I didn't know it was the Max. I just looked at it, and I went, that thing is so big. (laughs) No wonder. No wonder. I wrecked your expedition when you gave it to drive me to drive it as a demo when we first got together.
3: And that the, thing is huge. And, well, this is extended length, but even without that, they, through the years they've gotten bigger.
1: They have. It's not just my oh, imagination. No, no, no. In
3: 2018, when they re, redid the expedition, went to the all-aluminum body, they picked up I don't know six inches of length and a little bit of width and a little bit of height. So overall, it is larger. Uh, this one competes with the Chevy Suburban uh, GMC Yukon XL uh, with three rows of three, very, very comfortable rows of seating. And then a ton of cargo behind that.
1: Behind the third seat? Yes. It's huge. Wow.
3: Just huge. Also this week, you don't hear this very often, but I had a Mitsubishi. I had the Mitsubishi um, Eclipse crossover it's actually called the eclipse cross but it's a compact suv uh pretty impressed with a lot of it more so with the looks than anything it just looks great they did an amazing job with the design of it the interior super nice 34 grand with all-wheel drive on the window sticker fits right in line with everything else out there i'm waiting for the butt. Well, when the review comes out, you'll see there were a couple of butts. It's uh, it, it, it's underpowered for one thing. Uh, 152 horses in an all-wheel drive SUV is just not enough, and that's with a turbo. Um, and you're going to find out I did not like the road noise in this thing. It's really loud inside, and that's been that's been a lifelong problem with Mitsubishi's better than it used to be but still uh not there yet and especially when you're competing with rav 4 and CRV and cross track and escape and equinox i mean it's That's gonna a tough s- category it's going sell it's going to sell much better than it has in the past with the redesign and it is a 2022 but it's still you know it's it's, it's just the price isn't that much cheaper to justify the lack of horsepower in my mind how about a zero, zero, zero? <laughs> I don't think they'll do that again. Let's go to Houston. We talked to Jay. Jay, what could I do for you, sir?
4: Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. and enjoy the show. Um, I've, I've used the Car Pro show a few, few times and then was in the process of working through uh, getting a car with a friend of mine. And she has, I guess it's a revolving credit issue. So that's involved with a student loan. I think she's going to have to fight this in a legal manner because they just re-up it every so many years, so it's never going to drop off. Yeah. So I was looking for some direction of where to go with that.
3: Well, if everything else is good, then that shouldn't be a problem if you get with one of my dealers that's good in these situations. Um, Student loans, medical charge-offs, are things that auto lenders don't pay much attention to. Has she had? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it will lower her credit score, which will affect the interest rate, but it won't prevent her from an approval. Has she got any good car credit?
4: Her, she has two years of of uh, what the what. Um, Land Rover, we're dealing with a Land Rover Southwest here. Yeah. Um, that her car. Her car payment history is great and uh, her debt to income ratio is great and her you know her the, the auto loan history portion of the report is great it's just that her credit scores that whatever that revolving problem is with the student loan is dragging the rest of the report down enough to where they don't want they don't want to deal with it
3: so if you did you talk to mike batches the general manager there that dealership yes he's a dear friend of mine i know if there's anything that he could do he would do it um and and dealers can't dealers can't force their lenders to uh to to approve a loan i mean god knows they wish they could uh their business triple overnight but you know if she if she I know Mike, and I know he's well-connected. If, if it could be done, he would do it. Um, you're probably right. She's probably going to have to fight this thing legally to get it taken off and get her credit score back up. The thing a lot of people don't understand is that, that auto finance companies pull a different credit bureau than – say if you were going for a home mortgage or an installment loan at a department store, it's a different bureau and it scores differently and it weights heavier on the car credit. That's why I asked that question. Do you know what our credit score is?
4: 580.
3: What is it? 580. 580. Mm. Oh, that stuff. Anything under 620, you fall into a different category. Um, Man, I, I'm not 100% sure what to tell you. I mean, no matter a person's credit, cash often makes a huge difference in being able to get a loan. Uh, lenders love to see cash, and and even yeah. though her credit score is that low, some lenders, and I don't know uh, on, on the one that, that Mike's talking to, but a lot of times cash will, will – Put you into a different tier. Uh, most car companies have three or four, some even five tiers that they use their own score and credit score is part of it, but there are other things too. You get points for cash, you get points for longevity, you get points for uh, you know income to debt ratio, and and so if she could throw a couple thousand dollars cash in there and let Mike go back and try it again, he'd be happy to do that and. What you want to do once you once once somebody like Mike Batches says to her, "Look, we've done everything we can do. If she can change the deal, he can go back on it." So by change it, I mean add the cash, pick a pick a lesser expensive car. Uh, you know, get get a letter that proves that this shouldn't be on her credit report, and and a lot of times that'll do the trick. I've done that myself many times when I was in the retail business. Uh, I wish I had a magic answer for you these These things are tough, and if she's trying to buy an expensive vehicle, it's gonna be even tougher, uh especially with that yeah. with that hit i wish I wish I could help my friend, but try to change the deal somehow. go back to Mike and tell him what y'all have done, and let's see if he can get get something going there. That's a tough one that's a really tough one yeah. and, and you know all these case every case is different when you're talking about prior credit issues and low. Uh, low credit scores if she's trying to buy a range rover at uh land rover southwest and she's looking at a really really expensive vehicle she's probably gonna have to get that cleaned up before she does anything else yeah i wish that might be that might be a hundred thousand dollar vehicle and a 570 well even even a fifty thousand dollar vehicle you know that's a lot of money to lend Oh, well, I wish I could have helped her. I don't know how to do it any other way.
2: If you don't know whether to buy these or just steal a car, wait a minute, it can't be right. Uh, The point is, call CarPro USA, 1-800-926-7777.
1: How could a 50-cent part? nearly cripple a multi-million, if not billion-dollar enterprise.
5: <laughs>
1: That's basically the story in Jerry's true stories from a former car dealer number 15, Ignition Switches. It's in this week's newsletter. It's it's just stunning, unbelievable. you you'd read I mean, I'm shaking
3: my head all the way through it. You must have been going crazy. I, I, I lost it over this issue. The first time I think uh, is the first two-term dealer council chairman uh, nationally for Ford. I, I came unwrapped on this one. I did. I did. I lost it. I and I, I felt bad about Was
1: it. Was this later. louder than when you go on a rant? Oh, yeah.
3: Much. <laughs> I, 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 I stood up. We were all seated and I stood up and. The more I talked, the louder I got until at the end, I was in a a pure scream at a bunch of Ford executives and and Ford engineers and the head of the assembly plant, which is, you know, I'm not proud of it, but it just pushed all my buttons.
1: I bet besides your screaming, you probably could have heard a pin drop.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bob Pearland, Texas. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. I, I've been uh, looking
5: at uh, buying either the Kia Telluride or the Hyundai uh, Palisade. Sure. I don't know that they're very similar, but obviously the Kia is the higher end. What I'm looking for, I'm going to trade in a, a 2017 Tahoe LS. It's only got 33,000 miles on it. Great. That's it's a-, a little bigger than I need. Yep. So. I want the ride. I want the quiet, and I want the ride, which the Tahoe gives me. It's just so big I have trouble getting in the garage.
3: Yeah, boy, that thing's worth a fortune right now, Bob. Tahoes are just on fire. Um, I, you know, I got. I, I loved the Telluride. I loved the Palisade. I had the calligraphy edition probably six months ago. All all the reviews are up on our website. Um, yeah,
5: I've read that. I was just...
3: You know the the difference is Telluride is is sportier, the Palisade is more luxurious inside to me. I think the two big differences, and if I were choosing between the two today, I'd go with the Palisade. And here's the two reasons: Palisade's got a power third row seat, which I love. That's that's if you if you if you use the third row seat you don't use it all the time, and you can leave it folded down, and you can hit a button and make it come back up. It's really nice. The other thing is with I, the— I rarely use the third seat. So yeah. That, that's a nice little feature. Yeah. No, it is. it It is. It's nice to know it's there. Uh, the Palisade has also got three years of free maintenance that comes with it. Both of them have the 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. I like the looks of the Telluride the best. There's no doubt. But once you get behind the wheel, I like the interior of the palisade better, and I like that third seat, and I like the free maintenance. so look, you can't go wrong with either one of them. biggest problem right now is finding one uh and I've got good dealers for both yeah it's it's tough, but i I, I got to tell you you need to try real hard because your Tahoe right now is worth five thousand dollars more than it was sixty days ago. Well, so that's
5: what I ended up paying for a- a- and I'm
3: seeing that I'm seeing, I'm seeing people getting more than they paid back for certain vehicles, and it's always popular SUVs like the Tahoe, like the Yukon, like the Escalade, and just about any kind of loaded pickup. You know, the upper line trims of pickups. People are getting more than they paid, and and that's going to end at some point in the future. We don't know when. But when the bubble bursts, it's going to burst hard and, and the prices are going to just just slam to the ground overnight. But I'd look hard. i got
2: great dealers. One of the most important and most expensive decisions you can make is buying a new vehicle. Get some help. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
1: So we got a message on the Car Pro Facebook page this week from a guy named Philip in Oxnard, California. He wanted to share something with us that he did just on a whim. he got a quote from GiveMeTheVan dot slash Car Pro for his twenty nineteen Ram fifteen hundred four by four. They offered him five thousand dollars more than he paid for
3: it two years (laughs) ago. I'd like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not.
1: He quickly got in touch with car pro manager, Sergio Barbosa, who said he would match the offer and to come on down and pick out the new Ram, uh, that, that he, you know, he said he thinks he could have gone back and forth for a few hours, maybe saved a little money, but getting five grand more than he said he paid for it new was good enough for him conversation with Sergio was in the morning. They ordered his new truck in the afternoon. The next morning they picked up his old truck at his house. Now he's just waiting for his new truck to be delivered. So five stars for Sergio Barbosa at Crown Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Ventura, and five grand and a new truck for a listener named Philip. just on a whim. It all took place in one day. And now he's waiting out the chip shortage and he gives you a five-star rating too. And also give me the bin.com because he had, (laughs) except for hearing you talk about it. He went, ah, not me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Give me the bin.com slash car pro. They, uh, they really try to help my listeners. And sometimes the dealer will match. Uh, when I, when I got rid of my wife's Range Rover a couple of weeks ago, I had a good solid bid from van.com went through slash car pro with it. And when I talked to the dealer about the new Porsche, he says, I said, Will you, uh, I've got a, I've got a, you know, a bid for this thing. And he goes, ah, we'll match it. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> Don't go it alone. When you're buying a your car, call car pro USA at 1-800-926-7777.